in a world filled with intergalactic space battles. Meta-human destruction on a global scale. And psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture. Call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Hey, I'm Lube. And I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. That is an epic opener. That's as big as it comes right there. <laughs> and it's going to go downhill from there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so this is Guardians of Geek. This is our very first episode. And like most episodes, we have a lot to establish right off the top. We've got to establish uh, what we're doing, who we are, and hopefully hook you in. That's the plan. I'm not even sure who I am. So if you could explain <laughs> that to me before this is over, then we've got to win right there. <laughs> So we're going to do a few things on our podcast. We're going to normally take a look at stuff that's going on um, in pop culture, obviously, like new things. Plus, we're going to talk to some guests and maybe look a little deeper into some subject matter that that's, uh, encompasses most geek stuff like cosplay or comics or whatever it is. And uh, also, another feature that we're going to have later in the show, it's called the Pop Capacitor. We'll explain what that is coming up. But first, let's, let's meet you, Larry, uh, also known as Lawrence, um, and whatever else you want to call yourself this week. <laughs> exactly. I, I tend to go by Lawrence, but for this particular incident, I'm Larry. Because <laughs> you hate for your fans to come find you. Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm not listed in the phone book. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, like, just briefly about yourself, and then we're going to, what we want to do is talk about three things that we geek out about the most. Okay. Okay. So uh, just a quick uh, background. Uh, I've been uh, a television producer for over 25 years now, so not only do I geek out in my private life, I geek out on a professional level too. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm I'm all about uh, you know producing and and TV and all, all kinds of media, and it's a it's a great place for me to be. But uh, but the things that I I am most passionate about. Well, number one is Star Wars. I, I I could talk Star Wars day and night, and I sometimes do. Um, <laughs> I don't know anyone who's more of a Star Wars fanatic than you are. Like, I, like, I love, love Star it. Wars, but you love Star oh, Wars. Yeah. Like, it is, from the time I was six years old, I'm now, well, I don't know, 48. It's still it's still as, as big a thing for me. And didn't it will didn't you go on a Star Wars be. cruise at one point? I did, yeah. We actually <laughs> lived the lived the adventure for three days. It was fantastic. <laughs> I have to bow to you on that because that's, uh, that's as good as it gets. Absolutely. And then uh, because I'm a child of the 80s, I'm passionate about all things 80s. Yeah. Whether it's the music or the TV or the movies or the fashion. or I just love the 80s, everything about it. And fortunately, I've been able to impart some of that on my 14-year-old son. And so all he listens to now is 80s music, which is just parenting win for me <laughs> uh, and then and then i also am all about all things disney i love disney i love the disney properties i love the the parks and the and the movie franchises and i just i love disney so if there's a disney uh you know, component to this podcast, I'll, I'll be all over <laughs> and it. And I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point because they own everything in the world. That's true. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I know about you is that, like, there's, I mean, this is like anybody, like, we have the things that we're really geek on, and then there's stuff, obviously, other things like specific movies and things that yes. I know that I know you're a big Back to the Future fan, and Huge, I like, yeah. lay, and you're wearing a Top Gun shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these are things that I know that everyone has, like, their kind of main things that they're really into, and then the, the sub things that they also kind of geek out on. 
fun. Absolutely. Uh, for me, I'm also in media. I'm in radio. I was in TV, and uh, I've got a family. And uh, I think it's good because we're both in our 40s, so I think we've we've lived it all. We, we were there when that stuff that people are geeking out about now was actually happening. That's right. Like, yeah, it, we were, yeah, it was it was part of our culture, like part of our DNA it yeah. was, you know, action figures and that sort of thing. We were the first generation to experience it. Like people are people are into Star Wars. Well, we were there when Star Wars came out. That's right. Like, so we saw the phenomenon as it was happening and as we kind of went along with it. Uh, me, my three things that I geek out the most about, um, number one's got to be G.I. Joe. Yeah. I am a massive G.I. Joe fan. It's I'm going to hook it into something else in a second, but um, I love the cartoon. Like, the original cartoon was amazing. Like, and I remember yep. watching as a kid, one of the things I loved about it um, was the uh, the fact that there was like episodes that continued into each other, yeah. whereas most cartoons were just sort of single cartoons. They had those episodes, but they also had those like week long ones where they had to like make Serpentor and things. And I love, <laughs> I don't know why, I was just like that and like stuff like Voltron and that that were that were sort of had a bit of a serial sort of feel to them. And I, I don't know if it was just the storytelling of it or what it was, but I was really into that at the time. It was pretty revolutionary for its time, I think. It was. And yeah. I'd come home every day at 4 30 and watch, you know, <laughs> watch it. And, and like, and it just got into that show so much and uh, I'm also into the comics as well and then of course I've got some of the toys and yep. it's it's like when G.I. Joe's on something I pretty much have to get it um, the other thing I'm really into is wrestling oh, yeah, as you yeah. know absolutely <laughs> hey, we will have some <laughs> wrestling people on here I know you're not a huge wrestling fan like I'm a wrestling fan but yep. it's uh, I just again and I'm going to tie this into G.I. Joe and I think I really realize why I like G.I. Joe so much because it's really like wrestling there's like characters like <laughs> everybody's true. a specific character yeah. and just like wrestling everybody's a specific character as well that's right so much so that Sergeant Slaughter was on G.I. Joe right. and now I'm like yeah that's the connection is because they're all like mini wrestlers that fight for our freedom whenever wow. there's trouble it's like the <laughs> G.I. Joe you <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's why I like G.I. Joe so much because it was the characters it was all these specific characters like Snake Eyes and Bazooka and all those guys like it was pretty cool yeah it really was was it's I, I'm impressed with your knowledge of GI Joe. It's far beyond what I know. <laughs> but, but anyone needs to it's know really. <laughs> about GI Joe. But there's like I find too like no matter what you think you know about something, there's always someone that knows more than you do. Absolutely, and that's when it gets really exciting because you think you know it all, and then all of a sudden there's more information out there yeah. that you didn't know about, and then you're like, oh my gosh, just feed it to me. Give <laughs> well, it, give me more. and the other thing is too like you, you think you know everything, and then you go onto like a website where someone's like totally obsessed with it you know what i mean yeah. like it's beyond what you would ever like spend any amount of time to be yeah. but it's cool though because people yeah. that's why people are geeks right they get into this stuff my final one is uh i love marvel comics and i love alpha flight and alpha oh, flight yeah. specifically is the canadian superhero group that's been killed like three times i think and then uh, <laughs> but i don't know why i like alpha flight so much i think because they're canadian and they're like kind of the underdogs and the the c team of marvel comics but uh, when John Byrne first brought them out in like '82 or '84, somewhere in there, um, they just like they were cool. Like it was a cool thing. Yeah. And then they, I don't know what happened to them after that. But, <laughs> but I, I actually buy comics if there's a member of Alpha Flight in of the original team in a comic, I'll buy it. Really? Yeah, I, that's how I, I collect. That I, is impressive. See, I, all I know about Alpha Flight is that you have a lot of Alpha Flight T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of those weird obsessions. Like, and once in a while, I wear an Alpha Flight shirt. Everyone's like, "Where'd you get that, yeah. man?" But it's really cool. But people love Alpha Flight, except yeah. no one wants to like like them enough to keep a comic going. Right. <laughs> I remember one of the Comic Cons, the the guys that were currently doing it on one of the last runs they did, were there and they announced that they were going to Alpha Flight been picked up. They're going to do it. Literally, I swear to God, like a month later, it was canceled. 
<laughs> and yet somehow you managed to get a T-shirt in between that. Uh, yeah, that well, you know, I gotta gotta get in there when I can because <laughs> they've had about three or four different runs over the years. They keep bringing them back like as right. if they're like, oh yeah, this is gonna be it. And then of course it just it's never happens. It never never ever happens. Yeah. So, but what? How do you define a geek? Oh my god, a geek is somebody who's completely passionate about something, and it could be anything. And I've been thinking about this. Sports fans are geeks too. Mm-hmm. You know, sports fa- fans, you know, may not like the Star Wars and the sci fi and the horror, or whatever, but they geek out over their teams. It's somebody who's totally passionate about something in their lives that's not, you know, family or friends. It's yeah. something outside of their family that they just love, they can't get enough of. That's a geek. And I think everybody geeks out about something. Yeah, that's true. I always think it's, I kind of define it as something that you know somebody else thinks. That you shouldn't be into. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. if if someone else thinks that you're too old to be into something, then I then I think that then you're official geek because there's geek. always there's always someone that thinks that things are too young for you or whatever. That's right. I can watch GI Joe whenever I want. I know, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you are an adult now. You can make those. Choices. I can make those decisions. Yeah. Whether they're right or wrong, That's I don't know. But but I think I think being a geek is it's things that make you happy and things yeah. that you can hold on to. And it's just like collect. It's like collecting, right? Yeah. Like. There, there was a point where you should stop collecting. <laughs> we haven't found that point yet, no, by the way. It's always when you when you have so much stuff that you're all of a sudden like, where am I going to put this? As soon as you say, where am I going to put this? You know yeah. you've collected too much of something. Yes, <laughs> that's true. But we will always be geeks. Like there is no, I cannot ever see a time we'll be like 80-year-old men walking with our canes and still talking about G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> How's that alpha flight starting up again? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> we have to be angry too that's about right. something. Actually, I, I would fix. Most geeks are angry that's, about something. Yeah, that's true. There's always a complaint somewhere. <laughs> so, um, with this podcast as well, this so this would be the part where we're talking about now about who we are. It would be normally where we talk about something that's going on. And uh, so let's move on now to the pop capacitor. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, so, pop capacitor. Let's just uh, do a little intro to this. Uh, pop capacitor is when we go back in time and we and we take a look at something from the past and decide whether it's still v- relevant, if if it holds up, if it's great, if it's terrible. Something we used to love. Do we still love it? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> we we have we have built ourselves uh, our very own time machine, and it's called the pop capacitor. So why don't we uh, why don't we walk over to that and and go ahead and get it's in? It's kind of muddy out. Yeah, it is a little bit. I'll get in here. Okay, let's hurry back to the studio. Okay. <laughs> All right. We are back now. That's in, what I call theater of the mind. That is. It's quite amazing. I can see that in my head. <laughs> so today we're going to look at 2018. Yes. It's the beginning of the year, and I think this is a good time to like do our uh, our annual 2018 look back. That's right. Even though it's the first time we've ever done it. Yeah, we've. But that's why because we we've done it several times. We've got the time machine. We that's keep right. going back <laughs> and redoing it. You just haven't been with us when we've done it. Yes. <laughs> and we kept screwing it up and had to go back that's and redo right. it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so we're gonna look at 2018 instead of just going through. Hey, there was this happened and this happened. We're gonna look at the hits and misses that we personally think happened this year. And uh, did you want to start with this? Sure, sure. So we're gonna start with uh, three wins. Three of the three of our favorite. Do you want to go wins. back and forth with wins? Sure, yeah. Okay, we'll go let's back do that. And forth with wins. Okay. 
Okay, so right. my first my first win of 2018 was the revival of the horror genre. I think that it, All right, sir, stop right there. Oh. That is also one of my wins. So what? let's let's Hello. let's do it together. That makes it a double win. That's a double. Yeah. We need a double, double, double win. win. <laughs> <laughs> it is. This year was phenomenal with Hereditary, Annihilation, uh, Quiet Place, Halloween, House on Haunted Hill. This was an unbelievable year for quality horror. Yeah, it totally was. And I, and I'll even give another example how good it was. Walking Dead got better. Oh, what? <laughs> it did. Is that he, even possible? Yeah, do you still watch it at uh, all? No. Well, so they, what they did this year, because Rick, uh, well, oh, I'm yes. not going to spoil anything. If you haven't watched it by now, you're in yeah. trouble. But uh, Rick died, quote unquote. Right. And uh, and then they jumped ahead like three years. Oh. Um, so they did a time jump. So everybody now is older, things are more established. Like So different things have happened. So it actually kind of, his daughter's grown up a little bit. Like So uh. it actually added a whole new element to the show, which is actually quite interesting. Okay. And we don't have brooding Rick on there anymore. Nice. I did love Rick. Rick yeah. was great, but there yeah. was a... There's a point where it's like he's always really mad, like talking like this. <laughs> hey, Coral, what's happening? Yeah. You just want him to get a lozenge. Yeah, it's like, just get a lozenge, just get the holes. Yes, come that's on. all we need. Fix that. <laughs> but it actually got better. But yeah, let's go back to look at some of this. Like Halloween, I thought was great. Oh, it was great. Like I mean, any horror, you have to suspend your disbelief. Of course. Because there's always people do dumb things. Like yeah. I'm gonna go down to this scary looking basement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> but if you don't do it, there's no movie. Yeah, so that's true. You so, kind of have to do it. But I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was amazing in oh, it, she's and fantastic. and I they did a good job. The only thing about this that movie, like I overlook it, is that they kind of ignored everything else. Yes, that was the yeah. only thing that sort of bugged me a little bit. Yeah. But but I can see why when you watch it, why they had to do that. Because I mean, no one cared about the Buster Rhymes one. Well, that's it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's almost like erasing the 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 kind of mediocre Halloweens and giving us like a true sequel. And 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 now that they know how to do horror. This was the perfect time to do it. I yeah, think. oh, for sure it was, you know. and uh, Hereditary was amazing as well. Yeah, and the, and I keep, I mean, I keep going back to House on Haunted Hill. I Woo! I I watched that, and that's yeah. one of the few shows this year where I was like, what? Yes. Like where I like, <laughs> I remember having to go back. There was one episode in particular, um, episode six. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and and I wasn't expecting what no. was to, what was about to happen, and. It was like you know, like when a show ties things together. Yes, I was like, what, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it's the only show that I've ever watched that I finished the final episode and literally went back to episode one and played it again. See, I don't want to go back and yeah. watch it again because once you've seen the end, you can kind of go back and look at the beginning yes. and, and see where everything connects. But so well done, oh. so well written. But yeah, horror I think made a big comeback in this year, and I'll, I have to give a shout out too to the um, the Eli Roth show. If oh, you haven't seen it on AMC. Yet. Oh, yes, I have. The uh, History of Horror? Or? History yes. of Horror on yes. AMC. If you haven't had a chance to watch this, go and watch it on AMC because it is absolutely amazing. Like yep. they, the footage, the, the interviews they had with people, like they pulled some people out of the archives for <laughs> this thing. And it was like amazing. So good. Yeah. I'm not sure what uh, What's His Face was doing. <laughs> what's the singer's name? Uh, uh, who was, there's a part where they're at the table. And it's Greg Nicotero from The Walking Dead, and then um, uh, Rob Zombie. Was, oh, uh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he said like three words yep. the entire series, but <laughs> I, I know he's a huge horror fan. But it's yeah. just, I'm like, I wanted to hear more from him because I wanted to hear what he had to say, but. Yeah. No. Horror, horror is where it was at in 2018, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. What else um, do you have? Okay, I'll go next. Um, Marvel Universe. Massive hit. Uh, let me just say, I have that on my list, too. Double! <laughs> <laughs> it's a double one on double that one. Win. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, like starting with like Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity Wars, yeah. like 
Ant-Man, like even like Venom and Deadpool and all those. Like Venom wasn't the greatest movie, but yeah. it still made money. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it was and it was like we've had 10 plus years of uh of the Marvel universe and and to cap it off with wrapping up the Avengers, this was the most amazing first step in ending the Avengers uh like story yes. was, yeah. I, I I don't think it could have been any better. No, it couldn't have been. And I even saw um, recently. I saw uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, oh, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. Really? I was like, my kids saw it, and I and I was like, I think there was like maybe two kids in the entire theater. It was all adults, wow. and it was really well done. Okay, like it was like it had heart. It was like real. It was good. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. Like, Marvels, they just they're knocking it out of hit after hit. Ven- Venom was all right. Yeah. I, Tom Hardy, I was like, I'm not really sure what he was trying to do in that movie. Like, he's I think always so brooding. Like he's always well, so, he like, was trying to be kind of funny at times. Yeah. I wasn't really sure what he was trying to do. Like he was all over the board as a character. Yes. Uh, the Venom parts look cool though. They did they a good did. job with Special that. Special effects are great. Uh, yeah, the, the the tone was a little off. Yeah, it was but, just a uh, bit off, but yeah. yeah. But, it, but uh, um, Infinity War is made up for it. Yeah, it didn't matter. They handed someone a, a bag of money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Finney Wars. I can't wait to watch the second oh one in 2019. God. It is gonna be like the trailer brought me to tears. So yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, it's gonna be so, so good. good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so my third uh, win of the year is uh, the focus on the 1980s because I love the 80s so much. Oh yeah, yeah. 2018 brought the 80s back into the back into the limelight with Ready Player One. That was a huge. I never was, saw it. What? I know. I my son's been bugging me. He's like 15. He's like, Dad, you got to see this movie. It's got everything you love in it. And I'm it like, is... Yeah, I will get to it. But he wants to watch it with me. So it's right. like us being together is like because he's working all the time. Like, yeah. Who works at 15? Yeah, seriously, that's a little odd. <laughs> so, so, anyways, I just haven't had a chance to watch it. It is on my list. I try to watch it over the holidays. Well, you should because they literally made that movie for Loop and Larry. It's yeah, the Loop and Larry movie. <laughs> it was it was fantastic. But that um, Netflix, if you go onto Netflix now, they have a show called Summer of '84. They have another show called 1983. Like oh, wow. The 80s are are coming back. And actually, according to the uh, fashion uh, fashion police in New York, shoulder pads are making a comeback. <laughs> Finally. Legit- legitimately Finally. We, we did it. We yes. did it, Larry. We got, we got them back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, that, so there are wins. For, do you have any more wins? You have I have one more win. I have okay. one more oh, win. Sorry. Go and ahead. this one you will not probably understand because you don't watch wrestling. But right. the women's revolution this year has oh. been absolutely amazing on uh, on WWE with Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and all those guys. Like it's just they suddenly now they're main eventing the shows. Really? They had a full women's pay per view, and it was better than almost any pay per view this year. Wow. Like they were, it was they're they're rocking it this year, do, and it's. Do you think it had something to do with Glow, that TV show Glow? <laughs> no, <laughs> the Glow. I do enjoy Glow. Okay. Because um, I used to watch Glow when it was yeah, on originally. Yeah, yeah. So it. Uh, no, it's just they've got um every they've all the pieces are in place. Like they've just. They just stepped up. Um, the, the the wrestling's better. The characters are better, and it's just more interesting. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's cool. It's been cool to watch kind of grow, but this year it exploded. It was it's been great. So. Awesome, awesome. So there, that's my that's my final win. All right, so those those are the wins, but there unfortunately <laughs> were some fails. There's some, some misses. Pretty epic we may not misses. agree on all these. We may not, but I think we will. Okay, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> all right, so I'll uh, I'll start out. Um, the first one, the first one that I think uh, Matt and I can pull, uh, Loop and I, <laughs> Matt, can. That's my real name. You can use it. Is, You're allowed uh, to use it. I guess that. that's true. Yeah, I can totally agree on here is uh, the shutdown of Toys R Us in the United States. Mm-hmm. That was a sad, ta- a sad day. It was. Toys R Us, come on! I, I, I don't want to grow up. I want to be a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> <laughs> And, and now they're gone in the states. Fortunately, Canada had the uh, the you know the the 
the the ability to keep it going into yeah they were run separate differently they, were, they yes. had the franchise name but i think they were run by a separate like a canadian company yes. so they 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 kind of weathered the storm that yeah. the states was going through but so at least it exists in our world which yeah. is which is good but I, I was sad i thought it was sad that toys r us is gone well how many times as a kid have you gone to toys r us and bought toys or well, as an adult yeah, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I just well, bought i bought like a cool like a gi joe pop um a destro one never seen it anywhere else i saw it it's exclusive toys r us one really these are kind of things you can find at Toys R Us if you go look. Well, see, uh, an example of this is Matt and I, at one point in our in our <laughs> youth, actually crossed the border to specifically go to a Toys R Us <laughs> to find the new wave of Star Wars action figures we in, did. The, in the 1990s. That. Remember how obsessed we were with those? Oh, like, so ridiculous. What wave was that? That was like a was brand, like, they, they kind of Power of the Force or yes, something? Pa- or? Yes, it was Power of the Force, and we had to go because they didn't have them here, and they had them. So we crossed the border just to get... To, to stop at Toys R Us. And we were in college, by and the way. We were, yes, we were. We were virtually <laughs> We might adults. have been past college. Yeah, I can't remember. We were, it was 97. Yeah, we were well <laughs> past college. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so, yeah, so that was a big fail on uh, on uh, the part of 19, uh, 2018. <laughs> I've got one here. Okay. It's uh, the Star Wars universe. And I know... Hold on, hold no. on. Oh, he's, he's climbing the table. It's on, no, it's on my list. <laughs> okay, is it? Okay, it so is. that's... Uh, you know what that is? A double, double win! <laughs> oh, no, this is a double fail. Double... double. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Star Wars universe, I Solo was fine. I thought it was decent, yeah. but I think I want to see them move f- forward yes. in the story. Like I mean, they've got they they've we've done all the back stuff, and I it's agree. like and now they're really doing it, yeah. and it's like and it's so much so that I think aren't they stopped doing movies? Didn't they pull all the other movies they're supposed to they do? They did for now. So now they're moving into TV with the Mandalorian, which I'm actually kind of excited about. Yeah, um, they're doing that, and then there's another new uh, animated show called Star Wars. Re- uh, Resistance, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, because now Rebels is over, so they're moving to that. So they're doing more TV, uh, but yeah, they've. My my problem with Star Wars, and it and it pains me to no end to talk about how there's a problem with Star Wars. But, <laughs> so it's okay, you can be critical of it. <laughs> I know it's so hard, um, but the, my my problem was the marketing of Solo. Like they had just released uh, Last Jedi. A lot of people didn't like Last Jedi, so it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And like five months later, they released the new solo movie. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't enough time for people to calm down from the last one. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't release any trailers until like a month before. So there's no hype. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it like I liked Solo. I thought it was a good movie. I think if they had put it in December, a year later, people yeah. would have been excited again. Yeah. But they totally messed up on the market. They, they started doing too many movies, I think, is yeah. the problem. Because there was, like, yeah, there's no, like, oh, my, I cannot wait for the next movie. It's like, yeah. it's like oh, the next movie's here already. And I just I, I just want them to go forward. They have a whole universe they've never explored. They have a whole, like, stories like that that can progress the universe on. Yeah. But they, they, they've been going back to the past all the time. And it was fine for a few of the movies, but now that's, I want to see more of what's happening now. Yes. Like, I want to see, like, some of those characters from the new movies split off into yeah. their own franchises and things so Absolutely. i don't know i think yeah. they, they've got some work to do on that yeah um and i, I think i think they're too also too uh we'll talk about star wars in a whole other episode but i think they're, they're just too focused um on uh the, the the tone of star wars as opposed to like marvel who like thor is a completely different movie than captain america yes. in tone right yeah. like so it's I, I don't know they just need they need to do some work yeah i think only you can help them i can't <laughs> i am literally their only hope <laughs> <laughs> help me larry you're my only hope <laughs> it's true uh, okay, so uh, I've got one more here, okay. and uh, how me, many have we done so far? Uh, well, yeah, I've done two. two well, okay. we've, we've 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 done double fails. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah, we've still doubled up. So I've got my la- my last one here, um, and this to me is the most epic fail, and I have a little uh, oh good perfect sound Okay, ready? Yeah. You ready? You ready for this? This is off his phone, by the way. Yeah, here we okay, go. here we go. 
What is this? And stop no! it. Seriously? You don't know this? You don't know no, Baby Shark. No, I've oh. never heard this. Okay, well, now Matt Matt wins the gets the ultimate win for 2018 for not ever hearing Baby Shark. <laughs> Baby Shark, every so every couple of years, there's like <laughs> an internet phenomenon uh, uh, that includes a, uh, a song that is so terrible, so bad, but it is such an earworm that people can't get it out of their head. It started with Rebecca Black. And the, that mm. stupid Friday song, and then um, and then there was a ba- there was a baby duck song, and, and this year it's it's baby shark, and I, like people just can't stop talking about baby shark. And now that you've heard it, you will not be able. Well, to Well, now I gotta look head. it up. Now I've never, I, I don't, I've just never heard it. No, but it's, it's uh, I don't know, I don't know why I heard it, but I cannot, and I, <laughs> I apologize for having played it on the air because now it's gonna be stuck in people's heads and they're probably cursing me for it. But <laughs> see, yeah, you only have it's there. It's why? there. <laughs> what this in my head? You heard it for one second, second. and it's there. It's yeah, it is. You. Cannot, I thought it was like K-pop or something. I nope. wasn't sure what that was. Oh, wow. you, you gotta look it up. It is the ultimate fail. For, for 2018. <laughs> well, I've got a couple more fails for okay, you. Okay, bring them on. Okay, uh, I'll do the one I think that you'll agree, and then there's one you may disagree on. Oh, okay. okay, so first, uh, Marvel's uh, Netflix. Marvel's had a great job this year. Uh, yeah. Their Netflix has been faltering. Like, yeah. I think that the shows are too... I don't know how many of them you've watched. Not very many. Um, they're too long. Yeah. Like, I think... Eight to ten episodes max for those, yeah. um, and then because they're like thirteen episodes long, uh, Iron Fist has never really mm-hmm. captured the Iron Fist that, like from the comic, uh, Luke, yeah. Cage, Luke Cage was fine, but again, it just sort of meandered. Like it's just, uh, anyways. But then they've gone and canceled that, yep. and Daredevil as well. Yeah, um, and Jessica, Daredevil was good. Yeah, the last uh, I haven't seen the last season, but apparently it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so the, I, I feel like they're canceling them. Because they're going to bring them back on the Disney Network. Yes, that's why I feel like they've been canceled. I but so um, I don't know what's going to happen with them. But they just yeah. need to be tweaked. They need to be shorter. Yeah, I think that's. I think the uh, like the UK showed us like short shorter runs are better. Yeah, six, six episodes and out. Yeah, like look at like a Black Mirror. Like it's perfect. Yeah. It's like six, seven episodes, and you want more. Like you're yeah. leaving, and even um, House on Haunted Hill or yeah. whatever. Ten like, episodes done. Yeah, you you leave wanting more. Yeah. It's one good story arc instead of having to split a story arc in the middle. Yeah, and, I agree. And whatever. So, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I for I was really excited at first, and there's been some good seasons. It's just generally I just it's it hasn't it hasn't been That's a hit. Good, yeah. Like yeah, they got to work on that. Um, my final one. You may disagree on this. Okay. Okay. It's Westworld. Oh, yeah, I just <laughs> I did not like the second season. Really? I, th- I thought the first like I was like it was good. Like yeah. I mean, it, when I said I didn't like it. I mean, I I enjoyed it enough. Yeah. But I I left leaving like the first season. I left leaving. Oh my god, this is awesome. Yes. Second season, I left like. Well, see, what? I, I I I partially agree. Yeah. With you actually on because it's like it's to me it became style over substance. Yes. Show looks beautiful. Yeah. It looks amazing. It's like a movie. Yeah. But it was just like, what are you guys doing? It's just me. It's just meandering well, through. And and I think the problem with the second season is that it became too like movie like, too real. The first season was so surreal with the western theme, and you didn't know who was real and who was a host and what was going. What is this place? This is so crazy. But then all of a sudden, it becomes like just like a war movie. You know, I mean, you got the army coming in and you've got battles, and it was more sort of straightforward. Yeah. It, you know, it just it wasn't as like I, I still really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I loved the samurai 
side of it. There, there were some good episodes was, for sure. Yeah, that I, I just thought it was pretty cool. But it, but I think it, I like the samurai stuff because it was like the first season where you didn't know like this is a cool world. You're totally immersed. I, in may, maybe we knew but, too much in the second one. I think, and, and there was it. a lot with Bernard too, where he was in different timelines. Yes, and some of them were never explained how he was in some of these timelines at the same time. Like yeah. he was like with uh, the army guys, kind of searching the beach, and then he was inside doing something, and he was somewhere else. And I'm like, well, they never went back to explain how he left them and went to somewhere else, or are these yeah. happening simultaneously in two different universes. I don't know what was going on. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was a bit more convoluted like the timelines and it was interesting because we know about the jumps back and forth in timelines after watching the first one but yet still the second season was more complicated somehow yeah and because the timeline jumps were very very short yeah like yes. they, they would have been within a, like a week or two yes. like but it was he was in like three places at once at one point in the show and i'm like what's going on i have yeah. like no clue and it took me out of the show because it was like it was trying to be too stylish i think yeah. and, and and a little less and i didn't like the fact that it's just basically them traveling around looking for that hole or whatever they yeah. were looking for it yeah. was like kind of weird like it was and and I think that was the part of the first season that they did. We didn't know what they were looking for. Like there was no like it was just more figuring out who was what and and all of this. It was this one was much more sort of there's like a task to do and let's just do this and be done. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I, I partially agree. Although I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah, probably did. But I, I will I'll obviously watch the third season. Because <laughs> once I start a show, I cannot stop nope, a show. There's no way. <laughs> well, I think that's our first podcast. I think it was great. I think we put it together. We got yeah. we went through some stuff and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you next time a little bit later. We're gonna run this probably for about two weeks. Yeah, I, I think. think I think you'll get you'll get a new one every two weeks or so. Kind of like it's like, kind of like when NBC premieres a new show and they got to play it a few times for yeah. people to get hooked on, and then you're gonna be so hooked you want one every day <laughs> a daily dose it's loop and larry guardians of geek thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time produced by matthew c loop and lawrence simner a loop and larry production bueller he likes it hey mikey bueller bad news fog is getting thicker and Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.